Welcome to the AI Chat Podcast. I'm your host, Jaden Schaefer. Today on the podcast, I have the pleasure of being joined by Alexandru Roman, who is the Principal Product Manager at UiPath. He uses his strong engineering background to essentially impact the product roadmap and guide successful launches. His specialty is transforming complex technologies into accessible tools with a particular emphasis on integrating generative AI to enhance automation experiences. Super excited to have you on the show today. Welcome to AI Chat, Alexandra. Thank you, Jaden. Glad to be here. Hello, everyone. <laughs> like I mentioned, really excited to have you on. What I wanted to kick this off with is if you can give us a little bit about your background and your journey. What kind of brought you to being, you know, an engineer, um, a principal product manager, UiPath? Tell us a little bit about your background. So I started uh, by studying computer science. Uh, I have a major in computer science. Um, it was like 2010, so a long time ago. And then uh, I got a early job in uh, an outsourcing company and I got the chance to, to travel to the US, to the Silicon Valley area. And uh, I somehow got uh, bugged with the startup culture. And uh, a few years later, I learned about a Romanian startup uh, that they are going to become a next unicorn and all the, the bells and whistles. And I said, okay, I should try that. Um, and uh, I, I went to some interviews. I met some very nice and some cool, some cool people from, the, from uh, my current company, basically. And from there... Um, I turned into product management as a way to, to build product for, for our customers. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. That's very cool. Um, that's Was that part of like your decision-making factor there was like, oh, look, there's this, because obviously UiPath is like an incredibly successful company. Um, but like, was it like, oh, this is cool. It's like, not only is this an incredibly successful company, but it's also in Romania and you could, because I believe, are, do you live back in Romania now or are you still in the US? Yes, yes. I live in Romania. Uh, and back then in 2018, when I joined the company, um, it wasn't that successful yet. It was uh, early. You're the reason, of course, you, you brought it the success. Thank you. Thank you for that. Now, uh, it wasn't just me. It's a, a great, uh, a great culture in there and a lot of good people. Uh, but uh, I was attracted about being uh, at an early stage startup and to to get on board on an exciting ride, basically. That's very cool. Yeah. And I mean, I'm sure it has been that. Um, for the listener, I'm wondering if you could briefly kind of explain what exactly UiPath does so people have a, a kind of a good understanding of that. So uh, UiPath is an automation company that basically has all the tools from uh, from the uh, lifetime of an automation from discovering the processes in, in your enterprise company, from implementing them, from deploying, and then to monitoring and uh, assessing the, the impact and uh, understanding the return of, of your investment, basically. So uh, we provide a platform with, with all the tools that uh, an enterprise 
uh, company would need, basically. Okay. Yeah. And uh, of course, UiPath is, as as we mentioned, it's very successful today. Tell me, um, what I would be curious to know is, what are some of the hardest challenges that you face in you know working on UiPath? What are some of the biggest challenges that you personally, and then also as like a company you guys are facing um, in this space today, and, and specifically with kind of everything that's happening in AI? Yeah, so uh, we we feel like AI can be an accelerator and um, uh, uh, gasoline to your to your automation processes. Just because AI by itself is not gonna uh, is not gonna help a lot, just because it, it, it's like a big brain or a central brain. But to to really get uh, most out of it, you will need to to feed it with data to connect it to your existing systems or to your even legacy applications and uh, we we believe that uh, our tool can uh, can be the the body that connects all the uh, all the data sources or all the feeds to ai even apply our own models or even your own models or even the public ones or and then to to apply the, the outcome of of the ai that's amazing. Yeah. And I think there's so much potential there. Um, what what do you see as kind of the key areas uh, that you think you will, like the, the company, maybe it's not doing today, but you think it will go in that direction? What What's the evolution of UiPath look like? What are some things that you're excited for kind of on the horizon? So even from the start, I, from the beginning of my of my journey with UiPath, I was into making the the automation more accessible to everybody and how to lower the entry barrier. Because until UiPath, you had to be a skilled programmer. You had to to understand the life cycle, the the software developers in general. Um, we we introduced the low code, no code tools that can. Um, help you build from uh, without having a lot of coding experience. But we think the the large language models and AI in general can even improve this. Uh, can improve this more um, just because we imagine a world where you will describe what you want to do or what your process is, and we can build automation uh, for you. Um, so basically, anyone. From from the enterprise world could uh, could build this uh, this automation that can help your processes make them faster and better. That's so exciting. Um, I think you know a really big part of your mission, from what I've seen over at UiPath, is really to kind of democratize the use of generative AI for for all of your vendors. What I'm wondering from you is, you know, how are you ensuring that these tools are not only accessible but also secure for businesses to integrate? Yeah, that's um, that's one of uh, the the things we are proud of. We try to to bring something that we call AI trust layer that basically sits in the middle between your data and uh, the la- the AI models that can uh, ensure that governance is in place, that uh, your data it's uh, not leaving your site, and that only the data you want uh, like like a guard between uh, the outside world and the enterprise world. Yeah, I think that's so important today. You know, when talking about like, you, you mentioned earlier a little bit about how AI and these 
LLMs and whatnot are being kind of integrated into these automations and some of the potential there. I'm wondering if you could share like an example, like a real world use case of someone using UiPath and, and integrating um, AI into kind of the, one of their automations and, and maybe, you know, a success story from that. Yeah, we have uh, we have a lot of big customers. Uh, I'm not gonna share exact names, but I'm yeah, no worries. <laughs> but for for example, we have a, a big uh, vendor from from the photography world, one of the the big uh, hardware manufacturers, who is using our uh, our even our AI models to to do um, document understanding, which is a solution for for intelligent document processing. Basically, it takes all the invoices, all the contracts that are incoming to, to the company and uh, using the, the AI specialized models, it's going to extract all the relevant information from there and then uh, input to the, the target system. So basically, um, instead of doing the manual and tedious uh, that data picking from invoices, you can have AI do that for you and you can do that in an automated uh, manner. Very fascinating. That's got to save a ton of time and, and be super, super useful. So that's amazing. Um, with all of this advancement that we're seeing in AI today and, and the way everything is changing, inevitably, some people are going to be getting things wrong. I'm wondering, what are some misconceptions you think that people might have about automation and AI? And, and I guess... What you know? What are some misconceptions people have, and how do we kind of clear those up? So I would say the biggest and uh, the most common thing I hear is that people are afraid that they will be replaced by computers, by AI, and that they are that they are going to lose their jobs. Um, and I want to make sure everybody is aware that AI is not here to replace us; it's here to assist us, and even automation is here to augment our day-to-day -day tasks and uh, remove the mundane ones. Um, I know, imagine 200 years ago when the, the steam engine was invented. Uh, some, some workers, they had to, to, to do some, some more interesting thing, like instead of doing the, the agricultural work, they could become a tractor driver or a, or a businessman or some more some more skilled jobs so basically i think ai will just help us uh advance to the next level not necessarily replace replace us yeah and i think you're uh you're probably like right at the forefront there seeing you know with uipath and everything you guys are doing with automation side businesses like you're seeing how valuable um these automations are and how much ai is able to to accomplish so i think that's a really a great insight from yourself Something I'd love to ask you about is like for companies and enterprises looking to implement these, how do you think they should approach like the implementation of automations and AI into their businesses? What are some key things they should be thinking about? So uh, what I recommend to, to every customer I talk to is just don't do AI for the sake of AI. It's I know it's cool. You want to do AI, but first you need to, to identify the process to maybe fix the process and then think about automating it. And uh, then when you start to, to understand how to automate it, there will be sections where you need to, to bring AI. So my advice is do AI when you really need AI, not just for to, to have a checkbox or to do a nice conference where you're 
you're, when you're going to say, oh, yes, we implemented AI. Yeah, no, I think that's uh, that's great advice. That's definitely something that I you see all the time. Sometimes you're, you see a company come up with an AI feature, an AI tool, and you're like, this has nothing to do with your business. You know, was this really necessary? But they're like, but it's cool. Yep. So yeah, and I think, you know, really doubling down on on what the business does well and making sure that the AI tools are like, there's so many ways that AI 100% is going to automate and help your your company and anyone's company. So like find those very valuable use cases. That's definitely the area to focus. On the same like line of of thinking with uh, with this, I'm wondering what's a piece of advice you could give to individuals that are getting started in this world of AI and using it. Maybe they work at a company and, and they're looking at how to implement it. Maybe they're you know trying to get into the field like you are in, in kind of the development of it. What's some advice that you could give them? So I, I can share a bit of my personal experiences. Um, I, I first first time I, I heard about AI, I think it was during uh, my, my college degree. But then for a few years, I said, okay, th- that's something fancy that uh, it was invented 20 years ago, but it never took off. Um, but probably five or six years ago with the Transformers models, with the large language models that... Uh, GPT-4 or GPT-3.5 was just the the one that got very popular. But the technology is here for the last few, five, six years. And for yeah. myself, uh, I tried I tried to stay ahead of the technology curve and try to, to see what's trending and play with it. So I'm not surprised. Um, we, even before the, the, the GPT, the, G, the chat GPT uh, revolution, there were uh, models available that one could could play with, see what the technology is capable of, and try to predict where the the technology is gonna be in two years, three years from now, and invest in in those skills basically. Yeah, I think that's so important and kind of uh, really like there's so many things that are shifting today, and uh, yeah, really looking one one thing that I've seen a lot of people talk about is. You know, the, the companies and the technologies where a lot of money is being invested into, like definitely keep an eye on those areas because that's like largely the, the money will shape a lot of the landscape and where things are going. Keep an eye on the regulation. Keep an eye on all of this so that you're like I like you said, you're not surprised when something new comes down the pipe. So I absolutely love that. Alexandra, as we're wrapping up this interview today, the last thing I really want to ask you about is if you could make a prediction on something you think that will change with AI over the next three years? Like, what is what is the landscape? What does AI and automation look like? What are some predictions that you have about some you know interesting things we're going to be seeing over the next three years in this space? So I think we will go beyond this generative stuff where we just create more, more content, more videos, more audio or more tech. I think we, we will go to, to a next phase where we will have these big AI models um, doing tasks for us, like su- uh, summarizing big uh, big chunk of documents or summarizing, um, let's say you work in a patent uh, office and you could imagine you could search in all of them in seconds just by having all the, the data ingested by, by a large model. So I, I think the, the models will become commodity, but we will see a different type of tools, not necessarily generating, but more of uh, doing harder 
harder uh, cognitive stuff for us, like a un- real understanding of the document, not just predicting what's the next word. Um, having a real overview or a full overview on a whole uh, legislation or on a whole contract or, or like getting more holistical uh, view. Yeah, I think that is that's phenomenal. That's an amazing prediction. And like when you're talking about that, it made me think of the fact that not only will it be able to probably like really understand and give us like a great summary on something, it'll probably be able to understand where we're coming from, what we know, and give us like a personalized like, okay, here's the the legislation, the document, here's the takeaways, because you work in these areas, like here's the things that are relevant to you. You probably don't know about these things. So here's these things explain like, it's gonna, like you said, it's gonna be so holistic, and very customized and personalized. This is gonna be fascinating to see where this goes. Alexandra, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today, is sharing your insights, sharing your journeys, sharing everything that you're seeing in this space. Um, this has been fascinating. If people are interested in getting in contact with you or trying UiPath and learning more about that, what's the best way for them to do that? So um, you can check our website, uipath.com, or you can contact me through LinkedIn. Uh, I will share my credentials and uh, with you, and uh, hopefully we'll, we'll stay in touch. Amazing. And to the listener, I will leave a link in the description or in the show notes um, to UiPath so you can go check them out. Um, amazing company, like I mentioned, they're doing some incredible things and seeing some amazing growth. So really exciting stuff. Again, thanks for coming on to the listener. Thank you for tuning in to the AI chat podcast. Make sure to rate us wherever you get your podcasts and have a fantastic rest of your day.